One of the most important things that I think anybody can do, right? And I think that Chris Fleming would agree with me. I'd learn a lot from him in talking about sales. Uh, one of the most important things that you can have in a sales manager is somebody who's always looking, where's the money? Where is the money? Where's it going? Where's it been? Where where are people going to start to spend money? Welcome to the live Q3 sales event for radio on the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast on Apple, Audible, and Spotify. We call this Telling Local Radio's 21st Century Story. Listen, the purpose of our podcast is to encourage radio pros at all levels, and our quarterly sales events are no exceptions. They are designed to encourage local radio sellers anywhere to create opportunities for themselves that rev up their own sales this quarter. My co-host for this sales event is an expert at selling, managing sellers, and growing revenue. He is the president of CV Media Consulting, and that's Chris Fleming. Of course, look, the reason we have planned a roundtable for each of our special sales events is that we don't want you to think that we're simply encouraging and sharing kind thoughts. We want you to see captains of sales and captains of sales management in the field today, applying solutions to problems that you are having in your local market. This is the real world and not a classroom or a seminar. Today, our revenue warriors are Matt Moore, who is co-owner and managing partner of Spoon River Media, LLC. I'll try to get all these call letters right. Let's see how I do. W-C-O-E-F-M and W-L-O-I-A-M and F-M in LaPorte, Indiana. Hope I got that right. And W-I-L-P-F-M and W-B. Y-S-A-M and F-M in Canton, Illinois. So we're bound to get some interesting stories about going back and forth between these different markets and the different environments. Also, Gary Mertens with us. Now, listen, he's the recent VP and market manager of Cumulus Media in Pensacola, Florida. If you are hearing this through one of our shares in social media, this is what you need to know. You're actually hearing the audio from a podcast called The Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast. And the recording of this live event is shared almost immediately on our podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Our thanks to Joe Kelly for producing our podcast events and JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing them. My name is Lloyd Ford. I'm with Rainmaker Pathway Consulting Works, or what we call ourselves, RPC. We know that programming consultants have made great contributions to radio across time, but look, it feels like, right, that times have changed. And, and, and that's why we and what we do is so different. Our practice is like an actual multiplier, helping local radio generate, listen to this, higher ratings and higher revenue. And that means that we help our local radio clients leverage more revenue for their radio stations. Ideas are the new technology. Where do your ideas come from? Reach out anytime and see how we create opportunity revenue for our clients. Are your stations correctly positioned and programmed to collect the most revenue? We're market exclusive, highly confidential, and we can help you schedule a meetup by email. It's easy. 
Uh, first consultation is free, F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. Listen, we all know this, right? You've been in this business more than five minutes. You know that radio is a passionate business. I'm sure you've heard it all. We sell air, right? But you know, that's not actually really true. What, you know, if we bought into that, it would be easy uh, to be more uncertain about the future. What local radio sells is trust brand and relationship with local customers the very people that businesses need to see more of all the time that's what we deliver with trust at an all-time low for almost every form of media including social media local radio consistently holds the center trust of local radio markets and local radio is the most relational media Americans experience on a daily basis. That's right now, today. This isn't a history lesson. As technology speeds the process of life up faster and faster, digital brings bots to populate around online advertising, and AI is beginning to take the stage, challenging further what is real and what is not. Check this out. As life becomes more and more technical, and we've seen the super rise of social media platforms and digital consumers have receded into a visual world of impression management. Here's what that means. This actually makes it more difficult for advertisers to reach real people and really impact them emotionally. Again, this makes for a huge differentiation for local radio. So time waits for no one, right? We're almost 25 years into the 21st century. And this century, I like to say, isn't for the faint of heart or anyone who's still telling that 20th century radio story. And let's face it, a lot of us in radio are 20th century people that are living in the 21st century. That's why we decided to name today's sales event, our Q3 event, Telling Local Radio's 21st Century Story. Now, Chris, first thing I got to say to you is I want to thank you for co-hosting this event with me. I always find you to be a powerful influencer for the art and the science of selling. Please tell me about your guest because I'm excited about Matt Moore. Yeah, so full disclosure, Matt and I worked together in Lafayette, Indiana six years ago until he uh, got a wild hair to follow his own dream and completed the purchase of his own radio stations. He and his business partner operate Spoon River Media with small market stations in both Indiana and Illinois with a time change in between. Among his other responsibilities, Matt is in the revenue generation side of the business, and I thought he would be a great addition to our panel to speak to the broadcast world through the lens of a small market operator. So no pressure, Matt, and uh, welcome to our panel. My guest today is Gary Mertens. Now, listen, recent VP, market manager for Cumulus Media in Pensacola, Florida, Gary actually spent a little more than eight years with Cumulus as the VP market manager level, uh, of course, doing this in multiple locations, leading teams in significant local radio clusters for the company in Pensacola, Melbourne, Cocoa, and Titusville. And uh, listen, before that, he was the market manager for West Virginia Radio Corporation in Morgantown. Uh, and of course, Gary was also a, a market manager for Curtis Media in the Greensboro, North Carolina area. 
Before that, he held a variety of positions tied to sales management and direct sales before that. So I feel like he's pretty, he's going to give us a really interesting insight into what he's seen in a lot of different markets over the course of time and a really good person for us to have with us. Chris, I, I know you'll completely relate to this. A lot of radio pros are 20th century pros. In other words, they, like us, got their start in the last century, but they're also very seasoned. Do you find yourself in conversations encouraging that local radio reclaim the narrative with uh, a 21st century version of what we are now and what makes radio a powerful place for advertising right now? I think we would all agree that the broadcast narrative outside of our own circles has been crafted and boxed in by other media and other media options. And that's been happening for decades. If you look at what we've done to ourselves as an industry, like walking back from the world word radio in in favor of audio. Uh, Meanwhile, the digital platforms, the pure plays, when they have to launch a service that's similar to ours, what do they call it? They call it radio because in the laws of marketing, they understand that it's the most basic word they can muster, which does not need an explanation. And as I've said many times, never name anything a word you would not repeat to a friend. I don't have many friends calling me to say, hey, you got to hear this audio. They say, check out this radio station. We should be proud of our delivery mechanism and shout it from the rooftops whenever necessary. Gary, look, this is a great place for us to start with you and really begin by looking at storytelling and educating advertisers who may not be from the 20th century today. In other words, the younger generations coming up, part of what we do as broadcasters is help our advertising customers tell their stories. How do you believe in applying those principles to local radio and the local radio business? And what does your own local 21st century radio story sound like? I think that radio consultant Paul Whalen uh, probably said it best once. He said, we simply tell people uh, who you are, what you do, and how to get in touch with you. Those three things. So in, in this 21st century, I think we're creating a message that is attention grabbing, um, that quickly tells a story of it is of what that business does and how someone needs that service. And then the get in touch part is really driving traffic to a website or a Google My Business profile to find a number um, to look uh, at your business ratings, which hopefully leads to a form fill or a telephone call to that business. So I think it's also important on the other end that when we go through this process, that the people at the business understand that those calls are going to come in and they're ready to take those calls when they come in. They're prepared uh, to uh, take that business. Matt, we want to get you involved in this conversation. And one issue I see as an industry is we are attempting to justify our importance by exclaiming we are still relevant. And I use air quotes. That seems defensive. Wouldn't it be better to play offense with our strengths to quantify relevance? And so what are those ingredients in your local market with your radio brands? Well, I think that's pretty simple to answer. You know, at the end of the day for advertisers, relevance is measured really in only one way. It's measured at the cash register. And so the key to showing relevance in today's issue is 
simply taking the stories that we've learned from other advertisers from doing business with them and and telling those stories to advertisers that are not doing business with us. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, people like to do business with people who are successful and uh, but they also want to know that it's relevant. And um, and so if we can communicate those stories, tell them how it works, um, tell them why it works and give them a path, a plan for success going forward, then um, then that's really the the most key ingredient to making it relevant today. Uh, it's not the fact that, um, you know, there are a lot of other people out there, a lot of other services out there that's competing for the ear and for the for the share of ear. But at the end of the day, I know that our business still works. I can tell the stories about it. And um, we've also in our company, we've we've developed success stories that are on paper. So for those newer salespeople that may not have the experience uh, of some of the older sellers, they can go out and tell stories of other advertisers uh, that have done business with our, our stations and tell stories that are relevant uh, to their business as well. So I think that's probably the most impactful way and easiest way to create relevance for ourselves is by sharing successes that other advertisers have, have had with us. Oh, Matt, I like that a lot. I always say that people believe what they see. So when you put quotes in front of them and you you put actual stories in front of them from other people that are like them, that kind of supercharges your opportunity. That's a great thing, especially for new sellers, for sure. But for anybody, Gary, uh, listen, this is so interesting because this next question, if you're a local seller, I don't care where you're selling, we talked earlier, I did, about where's the money and where's money going. Money always moves. You have a recession, money's going somewhere, baby. It ain't staying still. It's moving somewhere. Gary, have I'd like to know what you've been hearing from advertising customers as a primary reason they do business with you. And then when business falls away, what is the primary reason they do not do business with you? That's a, a great question. You know, I think businesses do business with us because we listen. So if you're a good radio marketing consultant, you're really paying attention to listening what the customer is saying. Listening is an art. So you gotta you gotta ask the right questions during the need needs analysis. So um, you're getting that information from that customer. Um, I had a customer who said to me once, you know, um, the first you're the first salesperson who really listened to me and asked me about my business, who attempted to understand it. And, and that's just super important. I think the second part of your question is, you know, when business falls apart, it's usually for because of a lack of follow up and communication. Um, we have a tendency sometimes to be afraid to go back and call on that customer because we think maybe they're going to cancel. And I think it's real important that we not be afraid to go back to our customers um, and ask them how it's going to try to get feedback. I'm a big, big believer in sending spot times so that, you know, a customer can listen to their commercial, that they can be engaged in the campaign that they're doing. And when they hear something wrong, that's fine. You fix it. You got to build that trust. Matt, when when you're in that situation, when you lose a piece of business, something you've been working on, and you get to the finish line, and then it, it goes away, where do you lose it to, and, and why, and what stories do you hear from advertisers? Well, honestly, probably the number one reason why we lose business is because we sold them something that we should not have sold them. And um, you know, at the end of the day, we're the marketing experts. We know what it takes 
to win. We know what it takes to for our clients to win using our radio stations. But sometimes the, the temptation is there to to take the business, um, regardless of how big or how small it is. And so a lot of the times we'll sell them, you know, something that we should not have sold them. And what happens? They don't have success with it and they move on. Uh, so that that's probably the number one reason we obviously, as a manager, I try to keep that from happening, but you know, it's, it, it, it does happen occasionally. Uh, I'd say the, um, um, the, the other reason why we lose business is probably from the shiny penny. Uh, you know, th- there's always new technologies mm. out there. There's always new things that come along, uh, that are, that are sexy to them. And, um, and they want to try something new. Um, what, what I've experienced from that is, is when they make that decision that they're going to move away from us because they want to do digital or they think Facebook is a place to be, they generally find their way back because they found value in doing business with us in a way that they're not finding in these digital avenues. And, um, and so I think that's, that's a testament to the job we do every day. And it's a testament to doing the job right. So those I'd say were probably the two main reasons why we lose business um, in today's environment. When that shiny penny thing, that's a real 21st century thing for sure. And it's interesting, you know, if we're educating our clients and potential clients and, and business owners and advertisers and buyers uh, about the risk involved with what they're doing, that's trying the new shiny penny and explaining how that works. Uh, I think that, that that's a good part of it too. Gary, look, you've been managing sellers for a long time in a variety of markets, not just one or two or three. Um, and, and we'd like to know if you have an on the ground strategy to share the story of consumer trust related to your on-air personalities, because that's a real differentiator for us and local radio brands today. I think one of the things, Lloyd, that we way undersell these days is our talent. And I think it's important, uh, especially testimonial advertising. So I think it's important, uh, you know, for the sales staff and on-air staffs to get into a room and have conversations about things that our on-air personalities um, do and like. Because if we can put those two together, it's going to turn into dollars somewhere. Let me give you one quick story. Several years ago, I had a morning team. Their name was uh, Eric and Kevin in the morning. And they were well-known air personalities. They really were tuned into the community. And they really created uh, compelling content that people tuned into every day. Well, one day, uh, Kevin tells Eric that he's addicted to golden Oreo cookies. And he starts to eat them. And he just can't stop. So the next thing you know, listeners start sharing their craving for the same thing. Two days later, his wife calls into the program and says, Kevin, you've really done it. I just went to the grocery store and they're all sold out of golden Oreo cookies. Then the listeners start calling in reports of which stores in town have golden Oreo cookies in stock. Finally, I get a hold of my Kroger rep and I said, I think we've really got something going on here with these golden Oreo cookies. And I go to visit the Kroger store, which is just down the street from me. And I don't know if you've ever been down the cookie aisle, but Oreo cookies take up about a fourth of the cookie aisle. And right there in the middle, I mean, there's double stuff. There's um, triple chocolate. There's all these different types of uh, Oreo cookies right there in the middle. I could see there's an empty space where the golden Oreo cookies 
should be. So I took a picture of it. I sent it to um, my Kroger rep and I said, we got to do something together. And we wound up putting together a campaign where we we had end of aisle space um, as heard on the Eric and Kevin show, you know, golden Oreo cookies, pick them up. I just yeah. use this example as saying, like, if you get your people in a room and have a conversation with them about their likes and their dislikes, you're going to find things that you might be able to sell and you're going to be able to make big dollars at it. All those propensity and predisposition, things people are going to do anyway that we could make money off of. I love it. Matt, what are the selling points for local broadcasters that are resonating in your two markets? I'd say anything that solves a problem. And uh, I'd say one of the bigger problems that we have today in these markets um, is people can't find employees. For whatever reason, there are just not enough of them to go around. And um, But... There are employees out there. There, there are people, but the 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 thing is, is traditional recruitment advertising sources just are not working today. Uh, because if you're trying to advertise to people who are looking for a job, then you're you're advertising to a very small group of people, and um, and generally they're the unemployable anyway. So radio has been a um, a, a good mechanism for a lot of these companies that are recruiting. Uh, because it allows them to um, to to reach out to people who are actually employed. Um, you know, maybe they're employed, but not exactly happy doing what they're doing. Maybe they're employed, but you know, well, gosh, they'd love to make more money if if somebody had something better to offer. But um, but they may not necessarily be out there looking uh, for opportunities. Radio is a is a medium that's utilized when you're driving to work, when you're driving from work, when you're at work. Uh, but it's also utilized by grandmas, grandpas, aunts and uncles, moms and dads, who all know that little Johnny could use a better job right now. And um, it, and they love to make that referral to him whenever they hear about a job that that's that's available at a local employer. And they'll be happy to go tell them about it. So radio, um, we, we've had a lot of great success stories with radio using uh, using radio for recruitment lately for that exact reason. And it just works as long as you do it right. Uh, that's that's the key element to it. So, um, you know, that's one of the things that's working very well today. And and uh, and then I think really just our expertise being in the market in, in, in our small markets today. We're it uh, there. You know, you might have one newspaper rep that's still running around, but uh, not very motivated. Um, and, uh, but that's, that's about it. So we bring a expertise to our, our, our local businesses around town, um, and teach them how to market their business. Uh, you know, if you really think about it, most businesses do what they do because they're good at it, but just because they're good at making a widget or making a hamburger doesn't mean that they're good at marketing. And so that's where we come in. We, we can actually be that expertise for them, help them, with um with with ways to solve problems and uh and and what business today is not looking for a way to solve their own problems so it once we get good at that at solving those problems then um then you know those are the type of things that resonate with advertisers and so matt you end up with the double double star next to your name so far I often wonder what it might be like if our sellers actually saw themselves primarily as problem solvers instead of only sellers, right? Absolutely. How much might that change your local revenue opportunities? Hmm. Gary, what about you? What is resonating for local broadcast sellers? 
I learned a long time ago from sales consultant for a former REB trainer, Dave Gifford, said it several times. I, one of the key phrases that I use when I'm out selling or try to teach my sellers is nothing works except what you say times how many times you say it. Um, the only thing that works in advertising is what you say times how many times you say it. The only thing that works in advertising is what you say times how many times you say it. And I think if you repeat that to a customer more and more, you're going to get the response. Okay, I get it. And when they say, I get it, it you're, you, you know, your answer and your reply is, that's great. What do you want to say? And how many times do you want to say it? Um, I think frequency in our medium, you know, Matt was talking earlier about how we lose business and why we why we lose business, maybe because we sold somebody the wrong thing. It's super important that we not undersell a customer and that they're running on our radio stations with enough frequency so that it's going to work. Um, there's a large law firm in Florida um, that has really built their business on radio advertising. And I can tell you that they run um, commercials, you know, 40 to 50 times on whatever radio station it is. Um, and it, it resonates because nothing works except what you say times how many times you say it. I'm a big believer in that. And, and I think that, you know, as a salesperson, you really need to be telling your customer, say what you want to say and say it with frequency. I will tell people to buy enough to be important. And I'll just stick on that because nice. literally that is what they're trying to do. Uh, Matt, we're going to change gears a little bit and start looking ahead to what's coming. And I like to use this term future horizon goals. Uh, what are you looking for in the next two to three years to govern your business and the markets you operate in? Well, we have mission statements for the company, for our operations teams, and also for our sales teams that that kind of govern everything. They're very broad, um, broad stroking overall. You know, for instance, our mission statement for the company is that we're, you know, our mission is to foster and nurture pure human connections between individuals, businesses, and other stakeholders in the communities that we serve. We accomplish this by being active in our communities while developing or producing excellent local content designed to engage communities in positive, enriching, and meaningful ways. Um, and then from there, we we um, we create um, mission statements that are in conjunction with that for our sales team and for our operations team. For instance, our sales mission is uh, we are marketing specialists focused on developing partnerships with local businesses and for non and non-for-profit entities to engage them in building and executing marketing and messaging campaigns designed to success to successfully support their most important business objectives. Um, so everything we do is around that compass um, overall. And, uh, and a big part of that, you know, locally in our small markets too, is being innovative in the way that we're, uh, we're creating content. Um, you know, in, in these local markets, uh, we still have newspapers, but there's not much left of it. Uh, it's like two or three pages every single day um, that they don't have writers. They have contract writers in, in, in a lot of cases. And um, and but meanwhile, we've got full news staffs that we are you know producing content every day for the radio. And we are working very hard to make sure that we get that information online 
and and where people can consume it where they want to consume it, whether it's radio, whether it's somewhere else. Um, what we found with that strategy is that um, it, it it becomes our our number one marketing tool for the radio stations, and uh, which really helps the entire cycle. Um, so we've completed that project in one market. We're in the process of working on it for the other market right now um, and getting that operational. Uh, but it's it's been a game changer for us to be able to do that. But but again, we're engaging with 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 our community um, in very local and active ways uh, through through this new website uh, platform that we're using um, and making sure that we're we're keeping things as local as we can, because nobody's producing local content like their local radio stations are right now. And, um, you know, in, in northern Indiana, we've got South Bend. Um, to our to our east, we've got Chicago to our northwest. You know, both uh, both media or media companies from both of those communities are are in our in our community as well. But none of them care about our county, um, and so it's our job to care about our county, and it's our job to create local content that will engage people with us, and it works. Matt, you're gonna have to be real careful. You're starting to become one of my favorite people, and I'm gonna tell you what that is: local community-based broadcaster. In other words, taking care of the community, the community will take care of you. Amen. Listen, every business owner and our own market managers, they they all want to know and to be able to see beyond the event horizon. Gary, what do you see as the biggest threat to local radio, either on our doorstep right now or coming maybe in the next 365 days? You know, I, I think one of our biggest threats, um, frankly, might be with, uh, you know, in ourselves. And that's the threat of cutting back too much. Um, we're losing good people in our industry. We're not building that next generation uh, of broadcasters who want to do what we do. And I, I think that, you know, radio clusters are running with a lot less people now in, in radio stations. Um, and I, I think that's probably the biggest threat that I see other than the fact that, you know, digital is, you were obviously losing uh, business to digital uh, every day. And if you don't recognize that um, and get on that bandwagon, I think you're, you're going to be really hurting very quickly, but, you know, ra radio clusters need to have somebody on staff. I think who's uh, also helping with recruiting. Um, we've got to bring, bring people in and we've got to have somebody who's in charge of retention, uh, employee wellness, and, and just helping ensure that our, our people who are getting overtaxed with duties are not leaving. Thank you for playing my straight person and leading into our next uh, avenue. Uh, Matt, digital is all the rage for a lot of business customers. Do you think they look at us for leadership in these areas or are our customers bypassing our marketing expertise in favor of lowest cost or online or self-service options? Well, if we're doing our job right, then they should be looking to us for for advice and information on on how to utilize digital. Um, I, for one, embrace it. I, I for one, in, encourage our our, uh, our advertisers to be there as well, because I, I think it's important that, uh, you know, marketing works off of itself. It, you know, you're doing radio, you're, you're doing digital, you're doing Facebook, um, you know, all those things together create a marketing plan that's that's impactful overall. So I, I don't shy away from it with our advertisers one bit. 
but yeah, they, they do look, as long as we're doing our job right, they are looking to us for that information. You know, occasionally you have that client that just doesn't really care and, um, and doesn't really care to have that expertise or they think they're, that they think they know more than you do and they try to do it themselves. But I'm telling you more times than not, uh, we end up getting a phone call in a, a few months with them wanting to come back to do business with us because uh, they realize that the grass just really isn't greener on the other side. Very important. Listen, this is for people who tune into this because they find a link on social media. We just did a special on our podcast called Chat GPT in the AI Century. You can find it in our archive when you subscribe to our podcast. A lot of people are talking about artificial intelligence. Gary, how does AI factor into the future for local radio? And uh, and look, is it considered a tool, a nuisance, or a threat, or is it just too early to tell? I think it might be a little too early to tell. Um, I will say this. Um, I think the one thing that AI cannot do is it can't tell you about experiences. Um, you know, a, a lot of DJs may be looking at this and saying, and air talent looking at this and saying, uh, you know, could I potentially be replaced by AI? Um, I think the answer is yes. If you're if you're not talking about experiences on your show, what what do I mean by that? It it, it means that AI is not going to be able to tell you how that steak tasted to you last night at dinner or how loud, loud it was at the blue angels jets uh show at the beach when when the jets flew by they're not going to be able to describe those types of things can ai go out on the internet and pick up uh the latest artist information and 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 tell you about that absolutely um i, I still think it's a little bit early um to get all worked up about it but i'm curious to see where this is all going to go. Absolutely. You know, one of the keys to our quarterly sales events is that we always want to allow our guests to bring an idea or two, if they would like to, that can help others directly influence customers in the coming quarter to help them generate more revenue for themselves and income for themselves. To that end, Gary, uh, do you have an idea that you can share with us that can really help a local radio seller boost their revenue take in Q3. It's the one thing that everybody's talking about these days seems to be the weather, whether it's we got too much rain or it's too hot out there. Um, right now, I think if you want to put money on the books there, you should be calling on HVAC dealers. You should be calling on plumbers. You should be calling on roofers. Uh, gutter guys, window cleaners, places like that. I had a conversation recently uh, with a roofer and we were out to lunch one day and it was pouring the rain uh, while we were sitting at lunch. And I asked him, I said, does your phone ring a lot when it rains like this? And he said, off the hook. Absolutely. Um, that's when people have roof leaks. So I would encourage people like if you've got a roofer in your market and um, you want to put something around when it rains, um, you're going to immediately see results for that client, um, whether that's in the radio copy or in, uh, you know, digitally that you're delivering ads uh, when a certain amount of rain falls. I think that's uh, an excellent way to bring in business. 
Secondarily, I would probably say, you know, this is my favorite time of year. Football's coming. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sure in Matt's local market, he's he's getting ready for high school football. Um, there are just a lot of avenues uh, to get advertisers on the air regarding football, whether you have a college town or a high school town or an NFL town. You should be thinking about that now for what you're going to be putting on the air in September for these advertisers. Matt, your turn. We, you know, we want to encourage success for all local radio sellers. Do you have an idea you can share that will help local sellers grow revenue in the coming quarter? I've got many, but let's uh, let's uh, go with one that might be really good for a new seller or a newer seller that can uh, can you know really help them kind of establish a base of business. Uh, back in uh, 2019, uh, we were sitting in our sales meeting talking about how do we. How do we um, get more local restaurants on? Because we we found we had very few of them on, and and it was and and we were just short of ideas on it. And um, actually, that very same day, my afternoon guy came to me from our rock station and said, "Hey, um, I'd like to give something away every day on my show. Is there anything that 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 you can figure out that you know can give me a consistent level of things to give away?" So so we put to the we put together this plan called Deals on Meals. And it's um, it's something that uses nothing but spot inventory. Um, we put a fixed fixed position spot. It's a 60 second feature that we run three times a day uh, in the morning. Uh, we, we run a one story morning drive once at like 1130 something. And then again at, in the noon hour. Um, and it's uh, it's it's designed to go out to local restaurants. And uh, and we find five local restaurants that participate in this every single week. Each one of them gets three days that they can focus on specials. And that's it. I don't want to hear about how conveniently located they are or I don't want to hear about, uh, you know, the fact that their 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 family has been in business since 1962 or their restaurant's been in business since 1962. No, it's that we have, um, you know, pork sandwiches and and fries on sale for, you know, eight ninety nine today at Northside barbecue and uh, you know, get to the point and then move on to the next one. So each day we, the feature features um, three different restaurants um, and uh, talking about their specials. And, and when we sell this to our restaurants, we ask them, Hey, what do you want to be f- famous for? You know, you, you're a Mexican place. You, you want to own taco Tuesday, right? Well, let's put a Tuesday special on there. We'll make sure you're the only one there on Tuesdays and, uh, and, and, become famous for it. Um, and, uh, and the thing is it apps, it absolutely works. And and then the second part of that is, um, we worked in a deal for our afternoon guy on the radio station. So for each week they're on the program, they give us a certificate. Um, and so three weeks in a 15 week period of time, uh, they will get a special promotion during the afternoon show where we're giving away certificates to their restaurant. So not only are they getting the deals on meals feature, in the program, but they're also getting a promotion three weeks, uh, basically a quarter uh, that is exclusive for their restaurant for that particular week. Um, it's been extremely impactful. Uh, I think we've got four of the five original restaurants that we sold into the program still on the program on that station. We expanded it to our country station in that marketplace, and we sold that out in literally a week. Um, and we, I think we have maybe everybody, but one of those has, um, has been on since the beginning of that one too. So it's, um, you know, that, that, uh, uh, barbecue restaurant that I was talking about Northside barbecue. Um, I remember going there back before they were advertising with us 
and it was crickets in that place during lunch. Um, now, every time you go into that restaurant, it's happening at lunch. So um, so it works. That guy swears by it, and pretty much all of them do. So it's a pretty impactful way to generate several thousand dollars per month uh, from local restaurants that are, um, you know, th- that are around. And it's not something you have to go to your programming director and say, can we do this? Because you're using sales inventory. So uh, th- that's my uh, th- that's my suggestion for the day. And your ears must be burning if you're selling local radio anywhere in the United States or Canada, okay? Because what you're hearing again is, here we go again, solving problems. Chris, you know no good deed goes unpunished. And I've known you for a long time. I know how good you are at doing this. One of your great strengths is that you're nimble and creative when it comes to active listening, sharing a narrative that can engage local clients. But I'm very curious if you have an idea or two that you could share with us that could really help a local radio seller earn more in this quarter. Yes, so we'll stay at 10,000 feet. One of the conversations on repeat with the people I'm talking with is one of the most basic prospecting exercises, which is matching audience activity with advertiser opportunities. If you're not doing this, you should start. If it's been a while, revisit it. If you need help, call me. Right? Make a list of the top predisposed actions your audience is going to take, and then look at the marketplace. Which advertisers hold the key to making those actions a reality? It's a pretty simple exercise, but matching up what the audience will do with the money. Right? You asked that question at the beginning. Where's the money? If my country audience is 10 times more likely to pay to have its oil changed than do it themselves... I can take that information to all of my oil change outlets, including the dealers, and make an economic case regarding advertising to the group that is already going to do it, but may not have a destination of preference. And then I'm directing traffic and not building from a baseline of zero. If you're looking for an initiative, I have a community breakfast that I've been working on, which is an ongoing quarterly sustainable promotional event which will help you tap into some institutional advertising dollars. And again, it's sustainable and long-term. If you're interested in knowing what that is and how to do it, reach out to me. I'll be happy to share it with you. Oh, if you need some ideas, we got some people can help you right here on this podcast episode. Listen, if you are just catching up on what we are doing, either uh, by our social media or on demand with the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast, This process is designed for you. It's not for us. It's for you. Our Q4 event will be coming October the 12th. And as you can see, we'd like to be armed with on-the-ground market managers and or sellers, sales managers uh, who can participate in our roundtable during these events and give real ideas that can help local sellers in the coming quarter. That is all about having those who are doing the actual work of growing sales right now and having them share tips, inside advice, and ideas to move your revenue ahead. You might ask, how do we select these experts? So I'm glad you did. Uh, it can start with you. Nominate your pick to be our next guest sales expert at our next quarterly sales event. This podcast, of course, not about us. It's about you. So just email your choices to me. I'd like to hear from you. F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. On the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast, our entire purchase, our entire purpose is to encourage you 
you can see that this isn't a client-only event. In other words, we are opening ourselves up to the entire industry. Our goal is really to be helpful and encouraging to your career. Every Sunday afternoon, we drop a fresh episode of the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast. And it's all about radio pros in different markets all across the U.S. and Canada. The Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast is available on Apple, Audible, Spotify, almost anywhere you get your podcast. Chris, do you have any final questions for our roundtable, sir? Yes, no one knows the future. And I know you mentioned this earlier, but we want to look at what's happening around the country and, you know, share ideas, try to anticipate what's coming. Matt, what does your forecast look like for the rest of 2023 for you and for radio? Sorry, I have myself muted there. Um, our markets seem to be uh, um, pretty resilient right now. Uh, we're not seeing any effects of this inflation per se. Uh, revenue's been strong all year. Uh, it's up from last year in general. And at this point, I don't really see that changing in the second half of the year. Obviously, you know, something could happen, but um, but it does seem that that the, the the economy is pretty vibrant, at least in our little small markets anyway. Uh, there's a lot of money to go around. People are still spending money at, at a great at a great level. And I think as long as that continues to happen, uh, you know, advertisers will continue to turn to us in a big way and invest in what we have to do. Um, and uh, if that does change, then I I do think that we've all learned a lot from the COVID years, right? Um, you know, when things change, there's a new marketing challenge uh, because their business has changed and they have different ways to market. So I think, you know, if we were to see some type of a downturn uh, overall in advertising um, or in the economy itself, um, I think we have to pivot. I think we have to learn what we or take what, what we learned from the coronavirus years and help our advertisers get through it in, in a different way. Um, and I think if we do that, we will continue to um, to. Um, make rain with our our current advertisers and and continue to help them grow their business even through tough times. That's so interesting. The pivot is incredibly important. Creativity plus radio mm, results. What about you, Gary? How do you think radio finishes twenty twenty three? I think there there's a definite shift. Um, I, I think third and fourth quarter are going to be okay, but. I, the the one thing that does concern me is is you know the state of national business and regional agency business. I think it's you know headed downward, and it has to be replaced with local and new local direct business. So, you know, if I am a a seller that has a very agency um, and regional agency uh, regional agencies on my business list, I, I think. That would really be focusing on local direct business and new local direct business. It's going to be our key to moving forward. And I think we need to we need to shift in that direction. But overall, you know, I, I think it's going to be flat to uh, uh, slightly up in, in third and fourth quarter. I hope you can see how powerful this quarterly sales exclusive event can be. Please share this podcast with others in sales sales management at the executive level of your company, share away. Chris, Chris, I, I want to thank you for helping uh, put this event together and sharing your expertise with us. Well, thank you, Lloyd. I'm piggybacking on your platform, so I appreciate the opportunity. I am available for those who are interested in growing local revenue without giving away the house to do it. You can reach out. I can help. Operators are standing by. 
Oh my God. And he writes books. If you don't know about this, you're going to have to check that out. Uh, Cause it's really exciting. Some of the things that he shares, listen, I am excited about our next quarterly event with you, Chris, uh, and look forward to the Q4 event on Thursday, October the 12th. So we already have a date. A very special thank you to Joe Kelly for producing the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast, which we always share in social media first, but ultimately it makes it way it makes its way to our podcast, of course, and that will happen this evening as well and be on demand like all of those in our archive. We have over 100 episodes for you. So when you subscribe, boom, you get a bunch. If you haven't subscribed on your smartphone because you know, you've been catching these through social media, subscribe for free. You can do it almost anywhere you get your podcast. Our special thank you to JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing our podcast as well. I want to thank our special guests, Matt Moore, co-owner and managing partner with Spoon River Media, and Gary Mertens, recent VP and market manager with Cumulus Media in Pensacola. Lloyd, as you mentioned, we have October 12th for the next sales rally on the Encouragers. We are in the process of securing guests for our next roundtable. If you have any suggestions or would like to participate in a future event, please reach out to Lloyd. You can reach him, F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. Man, oh, man, it's the only thing we ever ask of people who listen to our podcast. Please do share the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast with others that you know are interested in growing their careers in audio and sales because we do this once a quarter. Our podcasts are always available on Apple, Audible, Spotify, or almost anywhere you get your podcast. We can never forget this because we say to clients and others, once you have a radio station, you can get anything else you want. If you want to know what the heck do I mean by this, please reach out. I'm passionate about sharing that narrative, which is good for any salesperson to understand, comprehend, and take out into the battlefield, if you will. Please remember this. If you don't remember anything else from this episode, be kinder than you have to be. Thank you for being a part of our Q3 radio exclusive event, which we do quarterly, of course. And that means we want you to come back October 12th for the Q4 radio sales event so you can finish strong with the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast. Thanks again. Good selling. And we wish you a strong Q3.